What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks show. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, it's still going off. I had to take off my headphones to see there, uh, Brett Kennedy. But, uh, hey, welcome to the show. Can, hey, you think they can hear that in the background? I don't know. Maybe. They might be able to. <laughs> Dude, this is insane. Hello, live and on tape from lovely Sacon Drive. S-A-C-O-N-N. Is that how you say I, it? I think so. Sacon. Sacon. Yeah. yeah. You're the broadcaster. Hey, we can be as loud as we want to today, dude. That's- because <laughs> I was trying to keep it down just a little bit yesterday since we we're, you know, in our hotel room yeah. doing the show. But, hey, 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 everybody, listen to that. That started about, what, 10 minutes ago? Yes, that's not a truck horn. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me set this up here. Uh, today is Friday, March the 10th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 819 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, uh, they'll be joining me, hopefully, here at the end of the... There oh, wow. wow, there it is. <laughs> it just ended. Uh, they'll be joining me at the end of the first hour today for the birthday game. Let me tell you something. Uh, we've got a, a great show for you today. Uh, I'm Brian Hanks. He's Brett Kennedy from uh, News Channel 12. And uh, like I said, about, what, 10 minutes before we're supposed to start the show, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to be as quiet as possible, Brett. Yeah. You know, I'm over here. But it, we're... It, in the interest of full disclosure, we're in a hotel room doing mm-hmm. the show today, as we've done in the past, uh, up in Raleigh and other places. And uh, this alarm goes off, and I, you know, I mean, dude, you're you're a man that only sleeps two or three hours a night. Yeah, and I was about. like, I was like, man, Brett Kennedy has got the greatest uh, alarm ever. It sounds like a fire alarm. Yeah, you jump up, you look over at me, and uh, you're like. Is that a fire alarm? <laughs> and I said, uh, I guess so. so. I went outside. Scott's already gone down yep. to get breakfast. So evidently, to just put tile this up, evidently there was a fire or something or whatever. Something went off in the uh, kitchen, set off the fire alarm. But what's cool, if you go to my tra- Twitter feed, and I'm assuming you put it up. Have you put it up on yours? Yeah, yet? I'm about to retweet it. Yep. Uh, well, I didn't know if you'd put it up on yours, but there's a fire truck also outside the yeah. hotel here. I don't see any hoses or anything, so I think we're good. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good sign. Let's just blame it on Scott. <laughs> Scott did something down in the basement getting breakfast. Yeah. So. I think maybe uh, maybe you know because they have a great waffle maker here. I gotta tell you, did you have a delicious waffle yesterday? I did. Yeah, that was very very good. <laughs> Hotel waffles are just the best. They are absolutely the best. Now you got to make sure you spray. Now that's what probably happened. I bet he didn't spray <laughs> spray the pan. Yeah, the waffle iron or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and but anyway. I gotta tell you, maybe it's just you know I, I'm. What do they call it when your brain tells you something that's not really there? Why? why I, I have a yeah. psych degree. I don't know yeah, why. I can't remember out of the sight, out of that. mind. I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and 
I smell something, dude. Is, my, is something burning? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> anyway, well, the, that's the, funny. The, it is, dude. Well, I was gonna because you're joining me. You weren't going to join me here in the first hour. You're gonna wait and join me in the second hour as we we're gonna talk ACC tournament. Yeah, but uh, man, it's just throwing everything off. But. Uh, <laughs> Dude, what are you going to do? We'll, we'll chat for a second here, but let me set everything up here. We've got, uh, usually we have Mark Panicelli in our first hour of the Friday edition of the Brian Hanks show. He will not be joining us at all today uh, because we are just full up. We've got five guests on in the, in the two hours today. Uh, obviously, you just heard uh, a sports reporter for WCTI News Channel 12, Brent Kennedy. Uh, he's been here with us uh, the last couple of days uh, as we've been up at the ACC tournament. We're going to talk. I, and, uh, since you're up, we're, I'm going to put a quarter in that machine here in a few moments and uh, pick your brain about that before we get everybody else joining us here. But uh, Scott Whittington also, he'll be joining us in the second hour. Uh, but here in the first hour, we're going to have Brandon Plotnick. Uh, he's going to be joining us for our annual I know you're wondering, Brad Kennedy, about the Academy Awards. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> Big time. Go. Well, he is our Academy Awards expert. I mean, he really does. I told you this last night and blew you away. Of the 25 major ca- uh, categories last year, this is not hyperbole. You can go to last year's edition of the show and listen to it. He picked 24 winners of the 25. That's is that pretty, not insane? That is insane. Like, if you go, like, nationwide and try to take a poll about the people who picked those, he's probably, like, close to the top, if not the top. He's got to be. Uh, hey, Linda is is tuning in right now. You know, my, my hot yeah. No, you're going to love this part. She said, dude, you're going to get a kick out of it. She said, if you and I were on the Titanic, We'd be doing the show as it's sinking. We'd be the guys with the violins and the. And, <laughs> oh, she wants to know where Scott is. We left Scott downstairs because he was downstairs getting something to eat when all this went off. So yeah, we yeah, I think Brett. Brett, I think. Oh, there he oh, is, right there. There he is. Good. He's going to give us some play by play of what happened downstairs. Dude, get over here and get. Did you bring me some orange juice? Not yet. Oh. Thanks okay, for not here. burning the building down. Yeah, put your put these headphones on. I, you got to give us some play by play of what was happening downstairs. Okay. Yeah, we're just sinking on the Titanic, and your then- mom just messaged. It. <laughs> it was awesome and said that if we were on the Titanic, we'd be the, doing the show. Hold on. There you go. So, dude. Okay. From Man, the let me tell from you. the scene of the 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 crime, what what happened down there? Let me tell you, there was smoke. It was that no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, mass hysteria. <laughs> no, all of a sudden we're we're just sitting there and. Uh, all of a sudden, doors just shut, and you hear. Rah, 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 and was, oh, oh, what did it? What did it sound like? Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> and then, um, give it about uh, two minutes, and you you smell something coming out of the kitchen. Oh, okay. Uh, some somebody, uh, and, and you could hear the employees down there. Man, one lady. I don't know how to operate this oven, and one lady. I haven't done this in a while. And when you hear that, you kind of expect, uh, well, let me go ahead and get on out of here. <laughs> um, and exhibit A. So, and then someone came down yelling at them, what's going on? <laughs> what, so, like a, uh, someone staying here or an mm-hmm. employee? Uh, someone staying here and it's like, it's too loud, cut it off. Like, <laughs> it's too loud, we, cut We can't it cut off. it off to the fire department gets here is what they said. And fire department came here, thank God, and. Shut yeah. it off because I was starting to go insane down there. Oh, you would love this part, dude. So I'm sitting here, you know, show prepping, what, 10 till 7 or whatever, 10 till the start of the show. 
and uh brett's like brett's laying over there just asleep by the way the sound machine your what do you call it your white yeah, sound? white white noise machine dude clutch I, yeah oh yeah that thing was cl- i slept i'm not even joking dude i slept like a baby I, last I night i slept dude. really good too yeah i did so anyway i'm over here show prepping and it goes off i mean you know lights are flashing and everything <laughs> for a solid 30 to 45 seconds i thought it was like a his alarm like on his phone or something i was impressed i was like man that is a really cool alarm (laughs) i wish that was my alarm and that that was awesome that was awesome so anyway we uh you know then of course we find out i message you and all that but uh Hey man, what a way to get your what a way to get your Friday started. <laughs> I, I know, right? No more fireworks today, y'all. God, that was awesome. Then we looked out the window and the fire trucks out there, and we're like, well, maybe that's a little legit. So that's when we messaged you because we're like, man, is there yeah. what what the hell is going on down there? We were just wondering, like halfway through the show, if they weren't just going to start banging down doors. <laughs> Exit the premises. Well, I'll tell you the truth. The first thing, if uh, Al or if uh, Jason Bryan or Tony or anybody's listening was. I was getting ready to call them and say, dude, you don't what, dude, think about all the equipment you have up here. Oh, yeah. You've got all, what, tens of thousands of dollars worth of television yeah. equipment. Yeah. I've got thousands of dollars worth of, a, you know, radio equipment. We, You're going to be coming up here and helping us lug stuff outside. <laughs> well, well, let, let, let me just clear something up here. <laughs> I was not in the kitchen. Okay. Um, I did not do this. I did not start this. Did we have something like this happen when you and I and Paul and we were on a trip. And we were in D.C. That's it. This has happened before, Brett. Oh, my God. You're But kidding. it wasn't you that did it, though. Uh, nope, nope. So I can clarify both times. I was not in the kitchen. <laughs> I was not anywhere um, to cause anything. Wow. Thank you. From the from uh-huh. the scene of the crime there, yep. or not crime, from the scene of the fire there, uh-huh. uh, Scott Whittington joining us. Tell you what, uh, Brett, if you want to go, you're good to go too now. Just thanks for providing color here. You guys will both be joining us back in the second hour because the second hour is going to be all ACC tournament. That's all we're going to talk in the second hour. Uh, like I said, I've got uh, uh, Brandon Plotnick, uh joining us here in about, uh, probably about 10 minutes or so to talk Academy Awards. Then the second hour, it's going to be Chris Edwards. I haven't even told everybody yet. Uh, the, the second hour is going to be the voice of Duke University baseball and women's basketball, Chris Edwards. He called three or four games of this year's tournament for 99.9. The fan, we're going to pick his brain about that and his thoughts for the semifinals and finals. And then about 35 minutes or so into the second hour, uh, a good friend of, I guess, all three of ours, maybe even more of you than anybody, Scott Ken Watlington of uh, WNTT Channel 9. He's going to join us on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. We're going to break down everything we've seen in this year's ACC tournament and then predict what's going to happen in uh, the semifinals and finals of uh, the ACC tournament this week, too. But, again, Brett Kennedy from News Channel 12, who's been with us yesterday and today. Uh, and then, Scott, why don't you guys will be joining us in the second hour, then? Sounds good. Can you play us off to... We didn't start the fire. <laughs> I think you just did. That's all. So what are you going to do now? Are you going to try to lay back down, or is it breakfast time? I don't know. Time, Can or? you even lay back down after that? I, I don't know. Man, I, my heart is racing, dude. I'm uh, up. I think I'm up for the rest of the day yeah, after that. I do too. <laughs> Brett and Scott, thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you in the second hour. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> there you go. So, like I said, there you go. We've got uh, Brandon Plotkin to join us here in less than ten minutes. We've got. Uh, Chris Edwards, Ken Wallington, Brett Kennedy, Scott Whittington, all in our second hour talking an ACC tournament. I'll go ahead and give you some uh, scores from yesterday. and uh, But we'll, like I said, bear in mind, you want to listen to the second hour of today's uh, Brian Hanks show because we're going to be breaking down in depth uh, everything that happened uh, yesterday in the tournament and then predicting and, uh, and previewing 
uh, tonight's games too. So uh, last night, uh, or yesterday, uh, in the first game of the tournament, a very good game. Miami and Wake Forest. Miami beats Wake Forest 74-72, to the number one versus the number eight seed. Uh, the Duke uh, versus Pitt game, uh, I, hey, all I got to say is I called it. I'll be bragging about that when I get uh, Scott and Brett back in here in the second hour. But Duke has no trouble with Pitt as they beat them 96-69. to uh, Virginia last night knocked UNC out of the tournament 68-59. to and then Clemson uh, had really no trouble with NC State last night. Uh, just very, very surprised. Of all the games that happened yesterday, that was one that surprised me the most because uh, State started out so hot, played State or played Clemson so well, ended up losing that one 80 to 64. Then today's semifinals uh, starts at seven o'clock tonight as uh, Duke 24 and eight overall, 14 and six in the ACC. Uh, they're the four seed. They will take on number one seeded Miami. Uh, who is 25 and 6 and 15 and 5 in the ACC. And we'll give you, like I said, more details about that. Uh, and then uh, the late game tonight at 9.30 is uh, three-seed Clemson taking on number two-seed Virginia. Uh, that game will take place approximately 9.30 or so. But again, join us in our second hour. We'll talk more about that. Uh, listen, before we jump into all these sports updates, I just saw something. You know, we had uh, – Golly, although it seems like it was about two weeks ago, it was really only two days ago as we had Zach Holcomb join us here on the show talking about uh, the open house that Additive America is having today uh, from 11 to 2 uh, at 300 North Heritage Street in downtown Kinston. It's absolutely free. It's going to be a lot of fun. Please get down there and uh, support uh, Zach and uh, downtown businesses. It's going to be a lot of fun. If I were not here at the ACC tournament, I can promise you, promise you that is where i would be today so uh, go there and tell him that um you heard about it here on the show and that brian wishes he was there instead of uh you know going through fire alarms here at our hotel in burlington okay <coughs> man our nba players uh reggie and brandon both of them uh look like they are going to be out for a period of time as both of them are injured we told you about reggie uh being out with a quad injury uh, it looks like he's going to be out for a, a period of time. We don't know how long, but he and uh, Luca, Luca's hurt too uh, for the Dallas Mavericks. So, some serious injury issues there in uh, Dallas. Uh, but they do play at Memphis Saturday. Uh, Brandon Ingram in uh, the tenth place in the West, New Orleans Pelicans. It just it, it's bad for them too. Brandon got knocked out of the game uh, the other night. In fact, that <laughs> taken on Dallas. Uh, before halftime and now i uh, just was reading something before the fire alarm woke us up brett uh that uh he's going to be out it looks like now in a, at probably two to three weeks he's already missed uh 28 games this season and uh the way they're the way the pelicans are trending i think it's almost uh it might be good for them just maybe to leave him out the rest of the year but we'll see what's going to happen there as they're struggling with only 16 games left in the regular season to try to make a run at a playoff spot but we'll see what happens there. Uh, hey, i tell you what, I did not do a good job yesterday of this, so I'm going to do a better job today. Hey, I want to thank our title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. It's Lenore Community College. For almost 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable accessible and innovative educational programs lcc has its main campus right here in kinston at 230 look at this thank you for my orange juice dude 
There you go. Uh, I could get used to this. LCC has its main campus in Kenson at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And thank you so much to uh, Richie Honeycutt, to Dr. Rusty Hunt, to uh, all our friends over at Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show, as they have been since the very beginning. We really do appreciate them. Hey, thank you to uh, Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car services absolutely positively where you should go to. They're located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots. <coughs> Excuse me. Spence Automotive is owned by local sports writing legend Keith Spence and is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m., Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires and tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. And, Keith, I know you're listening right now, and I got to tell you, dude, I will definitely be bringing the Mustang by early next week. Uh, my cruise control went out. I've got a sensor block or something, so I'm having to do all this driving back and forth between Burlington and uh greensboro and not able to use cruise control so uh hey it's still not working spence i will be there uh probably monday or tuesday to get that fixed so listen i'm not he's not just an advertiser i actually use him too so excited about that and then finally i gotta tell you woodman life that's where i have my life insurance and uh man it was really cool saw jared edwards yesterday from woodman life up here in uh, greensboro he is actually my woodman agent how about that brett my woodman agent that advertises right here on the show was at in Greensboro yesterday. It's a small world, but, uh, man, it was good to see him yesterday uh, over at the uh, Fan Fest here in Greensboro. But, listen, uh, great customer service with Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance with them for more than 10 years. I couldn't be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. Uh, listen, thank you to Danny Rice. Thank you to Jared Edwards, like I said, seeing him yesterday up here. It was really cool. Uh, and we appreciate them for sponsoring the Brian Hanks show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, give, uh, Jared a call at two, five, two, three, six, one, 2414. Not sure he'll be there today <laughs> since he's up here in Greensboro, but Hey, leave a message for him. Tell him Brian told you to call him and, uh, he'll take care of you. I promise you, he will take care of you as well as he takes care of me. Okay. I tell you what. Uh, I do want to play uh, this Trez sound from yesterday. Uh, we were talking about uh, uh, Carolina losing to Virginia 68-59. Uh, Carolina falls to 2013, and just universally, no one has them going to the NCAA tournament. Again, we'll break down a lot more of this in our second hour, but I did want to play this uh, sound from last night. Trez didn't get in the game, unfortunately, but uh, just uh, the, the, here were his thoughts at the end of uh, last night's game. Tough way to finish the ACC tournament, but now I guess kind of a waiting game for you guys, right? Uh, yeah, we're going to go back and just see what's, what's next from here. Not sure what it is, but we'll see. What will you guys work on, do you think, over the next few days? Like I said, I mean, that's, that's a big day coming up on Sunday now. Uh, just got to just be patient and see what the, you know, the committee thinks. And we just had to see Sunday. I have no idea what's going to happen. If you could talk to them personally, what would you tell them, the, the committee? That um, 
I feel like we're a deserving team, and we um even though it wasn't the season we wanted to to have, but we still proved a lot, and we still we still a great team. What was the biggest difference tonight, Trez? Uh, honestly, I would just say um the defense bothered us a lot, and we just you know took a lot of contested shots on offense. And you can hear in his voice there just how disappointed he was with not just, uh, you know, the loss last night, which pretty much depends on who, well, not, not even really depends on who you read or who you listen to, but it looks like Carolina will not be making the uh, NCAA tournament a year after making it to the Final Four. A year uh, going into a season where uh, North Carolina was uh, pretty much the consensus number one across the board and uh, just Lots of disappointment there. And again, like I said, we're going to break this down uh, in depth when we jump into the uh, in the second hour with uh, Brett Kennedy and Scott Whittington and uh, all the guys that we're going to have on the show. Chris Edwards and uh, Ken Wallington joining us here on the show in our second hour. But I tell you what the neat thing is right now is uh, we are getting our good friend Brandon Plotnick up here on the line with us. I got you want to talk about uh doing some great picks and having uh a, a great year. Let me tell you Brandon Plotnick is the anti Carolina when it comes to this. Uh we had him here on the show last year uh as we did uh, the Friday before the Academy Awards and just had him uh pick I think at that time Brandon you picked uh maybe 8 or 10 here on the air but you went ahead and published on Facebook and on social media uh, your 25 picks or so for uh, the Academy Awards back in 2022. Tell them what your success rate was last year, dude. Hey, and good morning. Good morning, sir. Good to talk to you. Uh, last year, let's see, I missed uh, two last year, I believe, was the final count. So 22 and 2 was the final total on last year's. Dude, why in the world? And by the way, it was tw- I, I've got Brett Kennedy here from News Channel Twelve, who uh, sort of in sort of in our green room. He's not on a mic right now. Twenty-two and two last year. <laughs> do, do you regret <laughs> not going? Okay, you just got back from Vegas a couple weeks ago on a trip that I'm very, very, very jealous of. By the way, uh, and, yeah, you should have been there. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Believe me, I wish I would have been. But uh, is there okay? Speaking, of, are you a little bit upset that maybe you didn't take that to Vegas with you and and bring back some uh, some, some ill gained earnings? I'm just gonna say that maybe there were side bets made that that gave me some uh, some <laughs> additional funding off of that. So. Well, I tell you what, I can't wait. Twenty-two and two, and that's what we're gonna we're gonna have you help pick uh, some of these. Uh, some of these categories again here in just a little bit too but i gotta ask you uh when you look back at last year uh you know coming out of the pandemic i mean the you know the 2022 movie season was really uh i I don't know you could probably put it better than i can brandon but maybe not as many movies as last year going into the awards cycle it seems like we were back at full strength and I mean, Hollywood was working hard and working overtime, uh, pumping out movies this year. It just seems like there were maybe even twice as many movies put out this year as there were last year. Am I, am I way off there? No, I think you're probably right. Especially when it comes to the prestige pictures that, um, will get people in the movie theater. That's been a, a huge change for Hollywood now. Of course, the pandemic changed everything about theater going and how people consume movies for streaming and things like that. Um, and so a lot of big budget, you know, theater films were pushed back, um, several times 
and got their releases this year. Two notable ones would have been Top Gun Maverick and um, Avatar uh, 2, both of which had release dates previously, um, but got pushed back until they ended up in this year here. Um, and it made for a jam-packed year with tons, tons of films that really were broad appeal. Like, you could have everything from the simple talking film all the way up to the big action blockbuster. Um, there were no, no shortage of choices um, in the theater and on streaming this year. Well, I think I can uh, echo what a lot of people are thinking too. Is that I went to more movies this year. Linda and I saw uh, we saw, dude saw Top Gun twice. We saw Elvis, which is one of the best picture nominees too. I know I was bragging to you in uh, messaging. Oh, I saw a lot more. <clears throat> I saw uh, two of the ten uh, best picture nominees. So uh, there you hey, go. you know that's uh, I believe two more than you saw last year. You <laughs> might have been absolutely at one right. Year, so. I, you're absolutely right, Brandon. <laughs> But I listen to the Academy Awards this Sunday night, eight o'clock on uh, WCTI ABC twelve. Is uh, Brett Brett's a Channel twelve guy over here, so he's over here uh, shaking his fist in a good way. Uh, as right. uh, you'll be able to watch that. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's start out with. Uh, like I said, we won't be able to get to all the categories, obviously. But are you going to do what you? Did? We'll say this a couple of times. Are you going to do what you did last year and uh, post all your predictions somewhere? Yeah, yeah, I'll post those up and I'll give you a link that you can share to everybody. I love it. Um, so we can get that out there. So. I love it. We'll do that. Well, let's jump right into it and let's start with the best picture. And I, I don't remember a year, and maybe I'm way off here, but uh, and and I love that there's ten nominees. We talked about that, and we're not going to beat yeah. that horse because you talked about that last year. But I really I enjoy that Top Gun was included in it. Probably the number one movie when it comes to. Uh, yeah uh receipts and you know ticket sales and all that and i gotta tell you dude i saw it twice it was a very entertaining movie i mean i think some people build it up to be more than it actually was but i mean having said that i think it was a hell of a movie how much of a chance before we get into your your pick for uh the best picture how much of a chance does top gun have of winning the best picture uh category this year um limb to none oh. but better better than most if that makes any sense. Um, and I'll explain why here in a moment. But Top Gun Maverick um, was an incredibly well-done film. That's where we need to start at here. A lot of these action films um, have the visuals but don't necessarily have the script and the acting behind it. Um, Top Gun Maverick really checked all the boxes this year, um, minus a couple little things that you could be nitpicky about. But it felt like a good film. It also checked the boxes that help a lot of people who are voters. You know, it hit nostalgia. It hit um, you know, the honoring films from the past. It hit using um, uh, real effects versus special effects. You know, it, they did all of these things that appeal to to a lot of Oscar voters. Um, but it's not going to matter in the best picture race this year. Uh, that that's this point. We're going to get your pick here in just a moment. I got to say this. I really enjoyed, like I said, we saw it twice. We saw it in Durham at a, at a four X theater, uh, where, you know, the chair moves and they splash water on yeah. you and the wind whooshes past you and all that. So that was a fun experience. And then we saw it in a regular theater and I was in entertain both time, but I got to tell you what I really liked about that. And, and this has nothing to do with Oscars. I just wanted your thoughts on it. Was Tom Cruise at the very beginning of it thanking everyone for coming out and 
Uh, I don't know, man. It just was a it was a nice little personal touch there at the beginning of the movie. What do you think about that? I, I love that. There are a few um, studios who are doing this, especially with some of the big name stars now, um, because you know the movies like that really deserve to be seen in a theater experience. Um, it's just a very different experience. I've watched it in both settings, at home and in the theater, and it was certainly far more impressive in the theater. So you know the. The big-name actors, the big-name studios, they really want people to get back out to the theater. Obviously, that's their livelihood. Um, but they also want them to experience the film the way it was intended. And that was a good example of that. Well, very good. Well, I'd, like I said, this is uh, me being selfish, but the other best uh, picture nominee that I saw was Elvis. And other than just the awful, awful, awful accent that Tom Hanks uh, you know, did throughout <laughs> that, which, by the way, his accent was terrible in that dude uh it was um, but, but but other than that what, what did you think about elvis so i um i wish i had gotten to elvis in the theater um that was the one thing that i regretted um it's a boz lorman pick he did you know moulin rouge and things like that that are very big bombastic they need to be experienced in a theater and i didn't get that one in a theater and i, I was sad about that but the film is excellent. Um, it really hits on a lot of the things that we were just talking about with um, Top Gun, where there's some nostalgia effects in there. Um, the music is excellent. Um, it is a jukebox musical of sorts, um, but with some good modern twists. If you've watched any Boz Luhrmann film, you're used to that. Um, and, you know, it dove into telling some difficult parts of Elvis's life. Obviously, there's some sugarcoating that annoyed some people, but, you know, you can only accomplish so much in a two-and-a-half-hour film. No, nah, you're right about that. But I and I was entertained. I mean, I'm not – listen, I'm not even going to try to yeah. sit here and say it was, uh, you know, the greatest movie ever, but it was, it was very entertaining. Okay, so having said that, Top Gun, Elvis, uh, The Fablemans, I wish that's a movie I wish I'd seen. got to tell you, dude, I didn't even like the first Avatar, so I wasn't going to see the second Avatar unless I was trying to just get everything in and get see all the Best Picture nominees. But it, what other, before you make your pick of the rest of these uh, other movies that are Best Picture nominees, uh, what are one or two that just stood out to you as you were watching them, uh, getting ready for uh, the Academy Awards as you do every year? Yeah, uh, The Banshees of Innis Sharon, which is uh, now streaming on HBO Max, I believe. Um, it's an incredible film. Um, it's not going to appeal to everyone. Uh, very Irish brogue heavy. Um, and there's it's a dark comedy. Um, it's a light way to put it, I guess. But it's a phenomenal film, start to finish. Um, every single actor in the film is brilliant. Um, the script is tremendous. It flows along so well. Um, everything about that film just hit high notes for me. Um, it's definitely worth seeing. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front, you know, th this is certainly nothing new when it comes to uh, you know, war films, and this is at least the fourth version of this film. Um, it is in German. Um, that throws people off a little bit when they discover it. It's on Netflix. Um, but it to me, um, it does a really good job of if you can put it in a bubble and just ignore the fact that there are other similar films out there, it does a really, really nice job of um, capturing just the horrors of war um, and what some of these, um, in this case, kids have to go through to, um, to try to survive. Um, really worth seeing. 
Um, the Fablements was uh, fantastic. Um, anytime you have Steven Spielberg putting essentially his life story onto screen, um, you've got something good there. It left me a little cold, and I think that's where it's going to hurt it in some of the uh, Oscar categories that it's in, but it was still done tremendously. Um, and then just I just knocked off this one this week. Women Talking is um, nominated in just two categories, Screenplay and Best Picture. Um, and it packs a punch. Um, it is literally women talking for two plus hours. Um, but their story is powerful. Um, if you, if you need trigger warnings, um, for things involving sexual assault and stuff like that, this is not the film for you, I assure you. Um, but it is a powerful, powerful story, really worth seeing as well. So there are, a, a lot of really good films sort of um, tucked into a lot of these categories this year. Yeah, well, women talking. I, and I, you know what? We'll, we'll just avoid that. I was going to try to make a joke there, but I'm sure it would come off very bad. Okay, hey, it is prediction time. And like I said, last year, 22 and 2. Dude, if you had, you would be talking to me from your penthouse right now if you had gone to Vegas and put some significant right. dollars on that last year. Right. But uh, let's get it. Uh, uh, Brandon Plotnick, uh, his pick for best picture of 2023. The best picture is going to be the least surprising one of the night. Everything, everywhere, all at once is going to win best picture. There will be absolutely no doubt about this. this really? Like, tell me um, a little bit. You people. save talking about it. Let's talk about it then. Everything, everywhere, all at once. So it is an absolutely spastic time warp film that just goes all over the place. But it is really cool. Um, it is a lot of fun. Um, has a lot of tremendous, tremendous storytelling within it. Um, but it's not appealing to everyone. And that's there, there are some prognosticators who are throwing up a little bit of red flag saying there might be a chance for some other, other films because older audience might not care for this as much. Um, but all of the precursors and everything, all of the, if you're reading the tea leaves, um, everything says that everything everywhere all at once um, is going to win this. It's tremendously well done. Um, yeah, what is it about? It is, and it's, it's give, crazy. Yeah, give us the uh, the IMDb so, uh, for this for the, the Brandon yeah, Plotnick so I'm going to try not to spoil a little bit too much for okay. you here okay. because the more that somebody goes into this uh, blind, the better they're going to be because there are certain things you need to absolutely be surprised by okay. um, when you watch this film. Um, but it is um, it, this immigrant family, uh, Chinese immigrant family. Uh, that are dealing with choices they've made in the lives that they wish they could have had. Um, and they go to this um, IRS person who's auditing them and suddenly realize that something is up with the world that they're living in. And you end up with this parallel universe time thing. And I, I don't want to spoil the rest of it. Okay. No, 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 no. And I appreciate it. that. No, sincerely, I appreciate that. I just didn't know. I got to tell you, I mean, of of all the movies that's the one that i probably know the least about other than maybe tar or triangle of sadness or something like that but but i'm with you i've heard the buzz about it uh where can where can someone watch it see now i don't think i could get to all 10 of them obviously or the other eight <clears throat> but this makes me want to see that if you've picked them to win where can we uh is do one of the streaming services have it so it's still only in theaters um okay, okay. but i think it is actually um 
rentable on, or at least purchasable on digital platforms right now um, for like 20 bucks, unless you have Showtime. I believe Showtime has it um, right now for streaming. Okay. All the other streaming services only have it available for paying um, purposes right now. Well, very good. Well, I'm going to do my best to try to get my eyes on that before Sunday then. Okay, uh, let's jump into a couple of these major categories here. We'll start with Best Actor. And, dude, and I haven't seen The Well, but, dude, I you might not find a bigger Brendan Fraser fan than me. I mean, I love him. Uh, he's just he's a lovable guy. I mean, I, I loved his arc in, in Scrubs, the TV show Scrubs, uh, just other movies, some of the silly movies I've seen him in and some of the good stuff I've seen him in. And it makes me want to see The Whale, although I've not heard a lot of great things about that. But Colin Farrell, Paul, uh, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Insurance, or Anna Sharon, I'm, no, I'm saying that right. Paul Meskel for <laughs> After Sun, Austin Butler and Elvis, who we saw, and then Bill Nye and uh, Living. Uh, who Who is your favorite? Uh, and then, uh, who was your favorite and who is going to win it? Yeah, my favorite was by far Colin Farrell for Banshee's Venice Sharon. Uh, I walked away from that going, there's no way that this man can't win an Oscar for this. Um, he's phenomenal in it. Um, he's heartbreaking. Um, it, it, he's, he's a tremendous actor anyway, and he hasn't always gotten his due properly for some of the great work he's done. And this is quite possibly the best work he's ever done. Wow. Um, but if he were to win this, it would be an absolute shocker at this point. Um, this is down to two people, Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser. Um, they have pretty much swept all of the precursor awards um, between the two of them. Austin Butler um, with an edge on some of them. Um, he's picked up some of the more important ones. So it's probably a likely winner here. But it would not be shocked at all to see Brendan Fraser. I'm always for Brendan Fraser Renaissance. Um, you know, he is a he has been a top notch actor for the longest time. Um, he was ostracized from Hollywood for many years because of a sexual assault situation on him. That's one that he had um, done, but something that happened to him. Um, and so it's always great to see somebody like that making a comeback. The film itself is weak. Um, but he does a really, really good job in it. And so I think that's, that's what hurts him here and probably leans Austin Butler into this. Plus, uh, Academy voters recently have proven that they love voting for the guy in the musical biopic. You know, that we've had two winners recently, um, and you're going to get a third here, it looks like. Dude, that is awesome. And again, I, you know, I'm kind of partial to the movies that I've seen. So, hey, so you're picking Austin Butler to win Best Actor. Best Actress, let's slide over to that. Uh, and I'll just let you, I won't go through all the uh, uh, the candidates, but uh, who does uh, Brandon Plotnick like best, and who is actually going to win? So, Michelle Williams was by far my favorite. She um, was the heartbeat of the Fableman. Um, she was incredible in it just beyond incredible similar to what i thought about colin farrell this is some of her best work but she's overshadowed in that film um because she's really not a lead necessarily uh, but she is the lead actress in there um she will not win this though this is gonna come down to two people um another split one here that seems to be leaning but kate blanchett um and tar um, is really good. There's some people that have a little bit of problems with the coldness of Tar, um, but Michelle Yao for Everything Everywhere All at Once, she really makes that movie just absolutely bounce. Um, she is incredible in it. Lots of fun, and she's um, 
you know, been in the industry a long time. And so this is a, a good chance to, to show that, you know, we're, we're willing to honor um, some of these actors and actresses who have maybe not gotten to do before, but she, she's more than likely your winner here. And she's my pick at this point. There you go. Uh, let's uh, slide over to best supporting actress and dude, listen, I, I'm not, listen, it's true lies and heck, even before that, man, I've been the biggest Jamie Lee Curtis fan, dude. Yes. Uh, I, I will we'll, tell you what, we'll just leave it at that. But dude, I also love Angela Bassett who, uh, uh, is in, was in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, who are, again, Brandon Plotnick's, uh, who was your favorite in this category and who, but who is, and who is going to win? So in, in a just world, all five of these actresses would have an equal shot at this because they oh, were wow. all incredible. Um, <clears throat> there's not a miss here in this category at all. Um, I, again, I walked away from Banshees. I'm thinking Carrie Condon had an Oscar locked up. Um, but she is probably your third choice right now. Jamie Lee Curtis and Angela Bassett. It's going to be one of the two of them. Okay. Um, and my only problem here, so Angela Bassett is going to win this award. My only problem was that, um, her role was not particularly brilliant in Black Panther Wakanda forever. Um, you know, she has one incredibly powerful scene in there. If you have not seen it, I won't spoil it. There's just one scene where you're like, that is Angela Bassett. Wow. Um, and then the rest of it is, okay, she's fine. Um, and Jamie Lee Curtis is just a lot of fun and everything everywhere all at once. And so both of these are kind of career nods. Um, and Angela Bassett is well overdue. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis has at least gotten some opportunities to be in prestige films and get opportunities like this. Angela Bassett has not necessarily recently. Um, so this will be a kind of a career honor for her. Well, there you go. And the last one that we're going to do here is, uh, and I was trying to find it. I had it here just a second ago, but, uh, best, uh, uh, supporting actor supporting actor and i don't know why i can't find it now you know how it is uh, <laughs> so this one they, we can go through the other nominees but mostly they're irrelevant here this is an easy win okay he um everything everywhere all at once um he will easily sweep this but the fans of the goonies will remember him because that's the last time that he was relevant in uh, the film industry um and that tells you everything. Um, but he is fantastic in this film and just, just absolutely runs away with it. All of these nominees are fantastic. My personal favorite was Brian Tyree Henry, who's from over here in Fayetteville. Um, and he was amazing in Causeway, um, which is very little being filmed, but uh, he, he got the recognition he deserved for that one. Um, cool. And I do want to point out that there is one spot where you're going to see Top Gun show up and that's going to be in sound um, the sound from Top Gun was impeccable and carried the absolute film so you will see Top Gun win an Oscar and it'll be over there in best sound well, very good well listen dude thank you here at the last second joining me because I got to tell you I don't know why I guess it's because the ACC tournament is this week and we're in the middle of everything else and as God is my witness, I had no idea. Didn't we do this later last year? Wasn't the Academy Awards later? Because I so just, I don't remember. They did. Remember. They Go moved ahead. them back. <laughs> they moved them back a little last year and they bounce around here and there. So it's, it's hard to keep them consistent lately. 
Well, listen, Brandon, Plotnik, thank you so much. And what I'm going to do with this show, uh, when we archive it and we put it up on SoundCloud and it's up at brianhanks.com, I'm going to link to where you put the rest of your picks. And, uh, dude, uh, hey, I hope you pull off another 22-2 and two this year, dude. I appreciate that. And I hope for the best. Uh, this year is a <laughs> lot trickier, so I don't think that'll happen. Oh, very good. Well, listen, Bron, uh, I, I combined, bleh, I combined Brandon and Plotnik into Brandon. Okay. But <laughs> Brandon, you're the best man. Thank you so much. Like I said, last uh, moment here joining us. I appreciate you. And, uh, we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Sounds great. There you go. That's Brandon Plotnik. And again, our Academy Awards expert check out, uh, like I said, I'm going to tag, uh, all the rest of his picks there and you can watch it again on uh on uh, sunday night at eight o'clock on news channel 12 uh in uh, eastern north carolina be sure to check out the academy awards okay got a great uh a uh, great uh, birthday game for you we're gonna bleed over into the second hour i'm gonna go ahead and warn you about that we went a little bit long here but uh we're going to uh let's play the birthday game so get john and jonathan in here do that we'll wrap up the first hour after that here on the brian hanks show presented by lenore community college Today is Friday, finally Friday, March the 10th in the year of our Lord 2023. It's time to play the birthday game. We are live again from Burlington, North Carolina. I am up here at the ACC tournament. Now, well, the ACC tournament is actually 20 miles to the west, but uh, I'm staying in this hotel room. Man, my good friends, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey drove all the way from Lenora County to do the birthday game Can I today. ask you a question? Yes, sir. I know you're doing it just to get something out of me, so I'm, I'm taking the bait for okay. the sake of the show. Okay. Why don't you just say I'm up here in Greensboro at the ACC tournament? Because and I be succinct, be, and but I want to be truthful. I don't want people. If they, the FCC know. is not going to check where you're spending the night because you're going to be in Greensboro for the rest of the day. Yeah. The, so, so technically, you're lying most of the time. You're going to be in Greensboro. But as of you're unethical, moment, Brian. But as of this moment, while we're doing the birthday game, while the birthday game is playing here on uh, 960 The Bull and 960TheBull.com, at least during the live portion of it. I am in Burlington. Housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. So, what'd you think about last night's ACC tournament games over there, John Dawson? Uh, whether Carolina played or not, uh, they got what they deserve. <laughs> Jonathan, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But uh, listen, uh, it's been a fun week. I mean, being up here at the ACC tournament this past Wednesday, Thursday, and yesterday. I mean, yesterday was Thursday. Wednesday, yesterday, and today, I'm anticipating it's going to be a fun night. I mean, the cool thing is both the games are late today, so I'm doing the show right now, and then I get to go lay back down. and, and you know, First, I'm going to go downstairs, get some delicious Hampton Inn breakfast, which, by the way, Hampton Inn breakfast is pretty doggone good. They have a waffle maker, so I'm going to make me a big old get waffle. those microwavable sausage biscuits to like burn the roof of your skull. No, they don't do that at uh, at Hampton Inn, dude. They have, I wasn't like, the saying it was breakfast. bad. Oh, they have the hot breakfast set, mm-hmm. the biscuits and gravy and sausage patties, which I'm pretty sure aren't really made of meat, but they're still they're kind of tasty and juicy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then fruit and all that. So, uh, yeah, I'm getting paid nothing to promote Hilton and, or Hilton Honors and Hampton Inn, although they should for what I had to pay to come up here. Wow. Did, did I yell? Uh-oh. No, we're busy in here. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, John Dawson, you won yesterday's birthday game. <laughs> you just got the pew-pew fingers from uh, from uh, Jonathan Massey. Mm-hmm. You didn't do the sounds with him, though. Uh, 
you were talking. You were talking. Look how he was being polite. Didn't want to talk over his dad. I appreciate that. So uh, anyway, uh, Dawson, you won yesterday. You are now lead here in March, four days to three. That means you get to tell us about our good friend, Jock Paslake, all the way back in Kinston in Lenora County and Goeco Office Automation. Well, unlike my heels, uh, Jock uh, Pasolek and Goeco are winners this season and every season. They started out strong, no question about it. COVID comes along. Most businesses are floundering, shut down, winged, barely getting along. He's still thriving. Now, COVID is over. You know, he's, Saturn is in this man's rearview mirror at this point. Back to you, Brian. You know what? You can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Good morning, Jonathan Massey. I believe we've gone here almost, what, four or four and a half minutes? We've not heard a word from you yet other than your pew-pew fingers. That's right. I've uh, I've been over here digesting my coffee and coke. I mean, uh, my coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just trying to <laughs> trying to get on to come up so I can co- go down. You know what I mean? There you go. Uh, why don't, but you know uh, Jock Passlake's number, though. I don't know what that has to do with anything you were just saying, but uh, why don't you tell us about uh, Jock? I can, I can tell you exactly what it has to do with it. He's my emergency contact. <laughs> Is he and, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's 252 uh, 252 286 286 There's a tattoo on Massey's stomach that says, if found, return to Jacques Passelet. <laughs> I like that. Is I that gotta true? Admit, I got to admit, Jonathan, Jonathan Parrot Dawson, that's a little creepy. <laughs> that is a little, did you ever see, uh, oh, my God, what was that Guy Ritchie movie where everything's in reverse? You know what's wrong with my brain? Google. Google has fried my brain, John Dawson, because mm-hmm. if I can't think of anything, you know what I do? Go to Google. I go to Google. Memento. Mm-hmm. Did you, you saw Memento, didn't you? I did not. Have you? O-M-G. Memento is it's it's Drew Loftus. I thought you had seen it because Drew was one that introduced it to me. I it, I think it's been recommended. I don't think I've ever made it. It's about a guy's got short term memory loss. So what he does is he tattoos things. I mean, when I say short term, I mean literally, he remembers things for like fifteen minutes and then they're wiped out from his memory. Oh, it's the Brian Hank story. Anyway, that was a co-write with Jonathan Massey. I know. By I the way. saw him pointing at you over yeah. there. So anyway. Anyway, so anyway, he <laughs> tattoos things on his body to remind him. So right. when his memory goes, he looks at this and he looks at that, and it remind. And that's kind of like what you were talking about. Jonathan has it tattooed. So on So what's his. the movie Memento about? That's what it's about. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> yeah. got me a Marlin. <laughs> that was pretty good. I got to give you Raptors half credit on that one. Okay. Uh, hey, you know what? We got three uh, musical hands today. I'm going to pay for it. GoEcoNC.com. And what is GoEco.com? Oh, what's the phone number? Already gave we already did it. Oh, we did? Yeah. Maybe I've got the memento. <laughs> Maybe you do. Yeah. That's too loud. Oh, sorry. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh, that's Robin, the thick guy. He ripped off Marvin Gaye. Yes, yeah. he did, and he paid a lot for that crime, too. And no, the man's major crime. Did you see his wife? Did he cheat it on? His marriage, look up his wife. He cheated on. Wow. Cheated on that. Good God almighty. Dude. I'm just saying, Ray Charles can see how good-looking that woman is. Wow. And he's kind of a goofy-looking guy. I mean, I guess he's probably that classical good-looking, but he, you know, poofs his hair up and everything, you know. Compared to her, he's Ed Norton. 
there from the go. honeymooners, not the actor. So I love it. Okay, uh, Robin Thicke, uh, who is Alan Thicke's son? Yes, that was on Growing Pains. Yes, yeah. and and Thick of the Night, and Thick of the <laughs> Thick of the Night, and he th- he sang the theme song. It's the Thick of the Night. <laughs> I. God forgive me, and I'm not even going to talk to you, John Dawson, about this, but God forgive me, Jonas Massey, I actually liked this song. It's, well, you should. It's a Marvin Gaye song. I just, Got to give it up. It's a Marvin Gaye version. He ain't, he ain't got a lot of brains cheating on that woman. Yeah, yeah you're right about, about that. as bright as a haunted house. <laughs> See, it would be dark in there. Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. So what's Memento about? <laughs> <laughs> it's good on a cracker. It is good. Uh, Robin Thick, how old is he today over there, John Dawson? If you're dancing to this, I love this. Um, Has Dawson ever danced in her 820 shows? Yeah, a couple times. Has he? Okay. I know you want it. 39. You say 39. What do you say over there, Mizzle? 40. He was born March the 10th in the year of the Lord, 1977. Wait a minute. Here's T.I. Oh, get oh, stop it. Did he just say caribou? Stop petting the dog that's not there and get that crap out of here. It looks like he's washing. <laughs> it looks like he's I'm getting ready to hit the button. <laughs> it looks like he's washing an elephant's backside. <laughs> Unsuccessfully. Anyway, he was born March 10th, 1977, which means 46. 46. So congratulations there, uh, Jonathan. Too Massey, loud, you dog. Get well, I'm getting ready to do the next band, so, man, you talk about it. I'm going to pick the song I like, and then you tell me one better to play, because I know I'm going to play the girliest one of all. I swear all. if you don't get this song out of here. Uh, hold on, give me a second. I'm trying to find the... Uh... It's Boston. This is a great song, right? Yes. More Than a Feeling. Yes. Boston, 1976. Is it Brad Delp or Tom Scholes? Tom Scholes. They, tell me, we talked about him last year. I'm almost positive we did. Mm-hmm. He's a little crazy, right? Well, he's ultra intelligent, which means yeah, he's probably he probably a little crazy. That's he, what my problem is. Yeah. Uh, he worked for Kodak. Was working for Kodak when Boston got signed, and he okay. he developed this guitar sound he has. He invented a little box you wear on your belt called the Shoals Rockman. You can get this guitar sound by wearing it on your belt, plugging the guitar into it. He's like a genius inventor and all this stuff. Sort of like me. Yeah. And then after there's, it took him. Not, uh, I think their second album came out in 1979, and I think their third album came out in 86. Yeah. It took him a long – band members sued him for taking so long. But he wanted everything perfect, is what I remember you saying last year, right? Well, that, that album, I, it's a great album. It could have been recorded in a month. It's a little ridiculous. There's nothing on that album that had to be invented. It's just plugging in and playing. Wow. But anyway. Your favorite Boston song? Because this is mine. I mean, I'm just – I like a lot of their stuff. Uh, I cool the engines. I like that a lot. That's, that's awesome. From third stage. Mm-hmm. Remember what I told you last year about uh, this Boston? I have tried to wipe it. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you again, Jonathan? Man, <clears throat> I feel like it, it ends with you reading a yearbook and crying, <laughs> yeah. like Simba on top of the mountain. Yes, <laughs> you're absolutely except, right. Except less masculine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that, but I did. My, in May, in May of 1987, I went. We were a group of us. We picked up our yearbooks. And we were all going to hang out, and 
you know, sign each other's yearbooks and maybe have uh, an illicit whatever or two, uh, a beverage, not, nothing, you know, whatever. And uh, I got mine, and I don't know, I just got overwhelmed by the feels, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. And Do you mean emotion? I, yeah. Say emotion. Well, the kids, they say the feels. Well, one, the kids are idiots, and two, they're not listening. <laughs> there you so. go. So anyway, so I drove, I drove by nights. Wait a minute. God, I love that part. Anyway, so I drove my uh, my 1972 Plymouth Gold Duster up to Stone Mountain. Popped in my cassette of Third Stage. It wasn't even this song, actually. Actually, I should play a song from that, so it'll oh, be more Lord. appropriate. Well, how about Amanda? Cause I'm just going to play Robin Trower again right here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You going to finish that story you started a yeah. few minutes ago? Man, I can feel the emotions welling up in me right now. You get points for using the word emotion. <laughs> okay. But, uh, and then I just sit and went through the yearbook page by page, you know, my senior year at North Wilkes High School, and uh, and listened to, listened to Third Stage by Boston. It was North Wilkes High School. What was it, like four pages? <laughs> it was a pamphlet, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's for both of us. Anyway... <laughs> Tom Schultz, uh, Shoals. Shoals, sorry. Tom Shoals, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Oh, God, this is such a great song. I'm not even joking, man. I, you know, the, the, I'm getting little goose pimples. Look at my chest. I'm, Massey, let me know when that's <laughs> over. 78. You say 78? Gonna take you by surprise and make you realize, Amanda. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right away. I can't wait another day, Amanda. Does anyone else hear a dog barking next door? <laughs> Make you understand, Amanda. Oh, what a great song. I love you. See, it didn't take eight years to record that. Oh, what a great song. Good. Okay, uh, he said, what'd you say? 78. And what do you say? 75. Odd, but you're closer. He was born March 10th, 1947, so he's 76 today. Almost so odd. Just you usually just go one down, one up, or one down. You went. I was confident, Brian. You were very confident. You had great. Re- I got something in my eye, dog. I think I rubbed a eyelash into. I think my you eye. sang your pupil out. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> so uh, who got Robin Thicke? I believe I did. Massey okay, did. so it's one to one. Now we've got one more musician here. Mm. How please, about that? Please don't sing again. I was going to have to make a statue cry. (laughs) (laughs) So mean. So mean. I mean, it was beautiful, Brian. It would bring a tear to a glass eye. Wow. This is my favorite song by her. Carrie Underwood. Song? Before He Cheats. Album? Who cares? Figured you would get this. I, I don't know the album. Oh, okay. Carrie Underwood, who, by the way, married to a hockey player, so you have to question her her decision making. This came from uh, Some Hearts. You know this song? No. Before He Cheats. It's actually a pretty cool song. I love the chorus. You got to listen to the chorus of it when we get to it. Wait a minute. Is it right here? Here it is. Why are you making hip-hop signs to a Carrie Underwood song? I cannot hear myself. 
Hey, listen, listen, listen. Must be a national. This must be the national anthem for angry Walmart moms all over the planet. <laughs> it probably is. She's right? promoting property like destruction. This, why do you like this song so much? I don't know. I just think she's hot. She's the one that does set or Sunday night football, right? So if yeah. she looked like me, you wouldn't like the song. Well, if you sing that pretty, John Dawson, I would probably still like you. Okay. Uh, dude, I'm not buying it, dude. But, what's, but close your eyes and just listen to the song. Wait, wait, wait. Chorus again. I talked over the last song. You ready? I've heard it. Again, the hip-hop signs in the country do not mix. It's a good song, though. She's got a good voice. I can't hear you. <laughs> so she's promoting property destruction. Yes, he is. Maybe that's why I like it so much. Okay, Carrie okay. Underwood over there, John Dawson. Oh, yeah, sure go. 34? You say 34? I what? think Massey knows. I'm going to say 35, just to be safe. I think what she's about you? 41. She was born March the 10th in the year of her Lord, 1983. So she's 40. She's a man. She's 40. She's not. I can assure you, she is not a man. <laughs> she is not a man. She's a. Uh, she's a man, baby. There you go. So uh, you lead two to one over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. Congratulations. So if you see Thank a you. if you see a, a woman at Walmart busting up somebody's car, she's a Carrie Underwood fan. There you or go. Brian Hanks. Or Brian. Hey. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Well, you lead mm. two to one, Jonathan Massey. Uh, next, I know we're all a fan of him. I just uh, two words, Chuck Norris. Oh, man. Oh, just, screw Chuck Norris. What? Hey, that man can whip a picture of me. I'm about to, he's weak as creek water. Come on, Chuck Norris. Fight me, old man. Is it my Would go? you really fight Chuck Norris? Oh, 100%. If you think you could take him? Right now, yeah. Because I know how old he is. Massey, he would kick you the know face. how old he is? 83. Massey, he Moving would kick, on. He would kick the face off of your skull. He's 83. So? That hit. How did you know that? He's born the same year as my grandma. Well, it would have probably helped if you'd have gone first on that one. So, you, what would you have said? Seriously, what would you have said? 80. Okay. So. Wow. You're delusional if you don't think he would kill Dude, you. Dude, he would At kick 83? Yeah, yes. you're delusional. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'll fight him. Set it up. John, you're the one with all the connections, man. Can you set this up? Consider it done, Brian. I like it. I like I it. Actually, you know what? I could have beat him 20 years ago. When you were 13 uh, and yeah. he was 63? When he was younger. Yeah. <laughs> he did the same thing last year. Oh, did he? Yeah. Something Dude, I can't yet. even remember what I had for breakfast. Just, he did the same. Know. That's that's genius. He did the same thing last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, and maybe even the year before. Did you do it? Well, yeah, because we've done Chuck Norris several years here now. Uh, I, correction, we've done his birthday several years. <laughs> you knew what I meant. You anyway. We rarely know what you mean, Brian. <laughs> well, you have clinched the day uh, three to one, but we're still going to go ahead and do this last <laughs> birthday here. And uh, I got to tell you, with it, you know, being ACC tournament and, you know, me up here in Burlington, 20 miles away from the Greensboro Coliseum, and you guys not driving listening to all him. the way not up listening. here. <laughs> um, 
Oh. I think, I think Hubert can give me a ride home. <laughs> He's probably going to need one himself. There you go. But today, would you believe now, he passed away in 1993, but today is Jim Valvano's birthday. Oh, yeah. that's uh, <clears throat> uh, Ray Romano's getting ready to play him in a movie. You know, and we I, did we talk about this? Or, dude, I talked to so many people. I can't remember. I can't even remember if I talked about it here on the air. But I'm of two minds on Jim Valvano. A lot of people love him, and I do. I mean, I think he, you know. Well, whatever. Dying Young does that to us. Yeah, it? yeah, it does. You're right. It does. But he ripped my heart out of my chest in 1983, 40 years ago. He ripped my heart out of my chest 40 years ago when Ralph Sampson was a senior at the University of Virginia. And he came back for his senior year in Jim Valvano and NC State. Why are you holding your hand up at me like that? I'm trying to help you. Are you saying the man should have not tried to win? I didn't say that, but I'm just saying that <laughs> poor Ralph Sampson, you, the greatest hating. center in the history of the ACC, never won an ACC tournament championship or an NCAA championship. And that last year it was because of Jim Valvano. Before we went on the air recently, we had a discussion about which one of us was the craziest slash weirdest of the three. Brian Hanks is now saying he hates this man for trying to win he a never game. He said he hated him. I think said he I just. Was, I think he just he did. Said, I'm, sort of of two I'm of two minds. Well, he said he I, ripped but, his heart out. Excuse me. Well, you would love somebody that rips your heart out. Well, I have to share my Jim Valvano story though. I used to be. I've loved sports talk my entire life. Have mm -hmm. I made? I think I've told this story. If I haven't, if I have, then just stop me. But uh, my senior year in high school, okay, I listened to the Jim Valvano show on WIFM. Uh, Oh, a 100.9 in Elkin. Mm -hmm. They ran his show every week live on WIFM. And so I called in to his radio show mm -hmm. my senior year in high school. So it was 1987 and won a trivia contest statewide all over the, the state of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And he gave me a $100 gift certificate to a restaurant. And I wish I could. I, I bet it was two guys name. in Raleigh. Huh? I bet it was two guys no, no, in because, Raleigh. No, but I, I think it was a chain because I was able to use it in Winston-Salem. Okay. And, uh, but anyway, a hundred dollar gift certificate. And I even tell you, he's like, well, what are you going to do with the young man? I said, that's where I'm taking my prom date. I took my prom date to uh, a restaurant, Winston-Salem on Jim Valvano's dime. So you should not say the man ripped your heart out. He did you a solid. He did. But let me tell you this too. He also had flowers because I told him I was taking my prom date there. He had flowers <laughs> for oh. my girlfriend at the time. How can you say the date. man ripped your heart out? <laughs> Cause he Terry didn't Holland didn't send you any flowers. <laughs> no, he didn't. Neither did Ralph Sampson. No, neither one of them. Did. You should be a state fan just based on this story alone. You're probably right, man. Rip my heart out. Get out of town. Dude, my young 14-year-old self when they won the national championship in 1983 and denied Ralph Sampson the opportunity. So were they supposed to forfeit so you could be happy? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad someone finally understands. I don't think he's 100% kidding. <laughs> no. I think when he said he's on two minds, it just means he has split personality disorder. Well, that's probably true, too. But Jim Valvano over there, were you a fan? Yeah. To this day. you're a Carolina guy, but. To this day, I pull for state whenever they're not playing Carolina. Because of him. Well, no. Just my grandfather was a state fan. I've just always kind of liked state. I've always, in my lifetime, for the most part, they've been the underdog. Um, I have no issue with NC State. They've never had a coach that made me want to. You know, buy stock in Grecian Formula just so I could tank the company. <laughs> um, anyway. How old would Jim Valvano be today if he were still alive? I have no clue. Um, <laughs> 72. You 
Married to that? Mm, 73. He says, <laughs> look at Jonathan Massey. What the hell is this? He's apoplectic over there. Look at him. Oh, by the way, I was watching something on TV the other night, and they used what your favorite word, uh, Dyspeptic. Dyspeptic. They, man, I about <laughs> lost my headphones there. I got so excited. They used dyspeptic, and, dude, I came this close. I was going to freeze it, and I was going to call you, but it was like 1030 at night. Okay. And I didn't. Well, I should have then. And I froze it on TV. I, I paused it. Froze mm. it. I paused it, and I was going to play it back for you because it's the first time I've heard anybody use dyspeptic like in a movie or something. I heard David Letterman use it 20 years ago, and I've always loved that word. Well, I, when I hear dys, <laughs> when I hear dyspeptic, I think of you, John. Well, that's sweet. Was it yeah. SNL? Because I feel like I heard. I think it was SNL. I, dude, it was, I when, think. it was when Kelsey, Travis Kelsey was hosting. That's it right there. Travis Kelsey was doing his monologue. Mm-hmm. The player for the Kansas City Chiefs that just won the Super Bowl. He was uh, the host, the celebrity mm-hmm. host. And he used it. That Look at you, dude. We were watching the same thing, and he said dyspeptic. And I was like, first, he's a football player. How does he know that well, word? Well, I'm pretty sure he didn't write it. Yeah, I, I, I bet he didn't. You're right about that. But anyway, uh, wow. Uh, you said 73, Jim Valvano. 74. He was born March the 10th, 1946, so he would be 77 today if he were still alive. So, uh, and listen, the, the one thing, and I joke about Jim mm-hmm. Movano a lot, or not a lot, but a little bit, what he did for cancer research is just amazing. He, with That's what he did over his last six months was get the Jimmy V fund ready mm-hmm. and going, <clears throat> for the which r- at this point has raised probably a quarter of a billion dollars in cancer research. I used research. to watch his TV show because every week Dean Smith had a show, Volvana. It was like a half-hour syndicated show. For, I used to, for the record, I think he got a raw deal with the recruitment. Trial. I do, too. I don't think he did anything no one, anyone else was doing. I agree wholeheartedly. And, I those, think- and those guys that he was doing, they were, you know, like myself, they were not going to be hired by NASA to be physicists, and that was their chance out. Well, we so. had one from right here in Kenston who's now, who ironically has passed away, too, and Charles Shackelford. I mean, same deal. Yeah, I, I thought he got a raw deal with that. There you go. So, uh, you win today, Jonathan Massey, 4-1. to one. Congratulations. Be-yah. Be-yah, indeed. It's now tied, as we end this week, it's tied four days to four. Uh, who do you think is going to win the ACC tournament, John Dawson? I'll ask you, with the teams that are remaining, who do you think is going to win? I hate to say it. I mean, I'll, I'll be hopeful and say Virginia. There you go. Thank you. What about you over there, Massey? Assuming uh, at the time of recording, everybody's still where they're <laughs> supposed to be. I'm going to say Miami. Okay, there you go. I Let's would love for it to be state. If I would rather be either state than my second choice would be Virginia. You don't want Carolina to win? I don't are, think they deserve it, to be honest with he's you. He's a realist. How's that, how's that grab you? I, I think you uh, – I like it. I like it. So, anyway, if today's your birthday here let on me, Mark- Let me rephrase that. I think the people making the decisions there don't deserve it. There you go. And I think they've got people starting that need to be on the bus. But anyway. There you go. Hey, uh, thank you guys for coming up here with Burlington today. No problem. We'll be turning in those gas receipts. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, Jason Bryant, uh, you're going to have some email coming. Hey, uh, have a great weekend. Have a great ACC tournament. Did I tell you what I'm doing? I'm, you know, I'm doing the late game tomorrow. It starts at 830. I know we're way over. Uh, the 830 championship game, and then I got to be at Greenville at ECU at 9 a.m. Seems excessive. Sunday morning for three softball games that I'm calling. Hey, I got to make money somehow, baby. Well, I guess you're too old to gigolo anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. No, 
we'll talk. We'll save that for another day, yeah. Jonathan. <laughs> and we'll see you Monday here on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. There you go. There you go, indeed. Listen, thank you so much. I know we're way over into our second hour here. I've already had to message our uh, second hour guests and tell them we're running a little bit over. But uh, thank you so much for listening to the first hour and. 12 minutes of the Brian Hank show presented by Lenore community college. want to thank again, uh, Brandon Plotnick. I really do appreciate him. And I did want to make a point too. Uh, Mark Panicelli will be on Monday's show, but you know what? We'll start off the second hour talking a little bit about that, but listen, thank you so much for listening to the first hour of the Brian Hank show presented by Lenore community college coming up here in our second hour. Good God. Brett Kennedy from news channel 12, Scott Whittington, the son of Kenston, Ken Wallington, from Channel 9, and then the voice of Duke University Baseball, Chris Edwards, here on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.